Hey everybody, welcome to episode 120 of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. My name is Kieran, and I have been metal detecting now for nearly 30 years. This week we're going to talk about something that has been mentioned in 19 episodes. However, it doesn't have an episode of its own, and that is discrimination. But first, before we get into it, let's do some quick housekeeping. Remember guys, send me your fine story to speakpipe.com forward slash metal detecting. And also send me your sob stories, your requests for help to drdetector at themetaldetectingshow.com. Yes, I set up an email address for Dr. Detector. <laughs> so send your pains and woes to the agony ant drdetector at themetaldetectingshow.com. You can also email me, Kieran, at themetaldetectingshow.com as well if you want to. Or get me on any of the social medias. You'll find me out there. So... Let's get straight into it, guys. What are we going to talk about this week? This week, we're going to talk about discrimination. And I'm going to cover what it is, how it works, features that rely on discrimination, how to use it, and really, if you need it anymore, or even if it's talked about anymore. To start, what is it? Discrimination is the detector's ability to identify targets based on the metallic properties of the target. For example, conductivity where it sits on the conductivity scale, and conductivity is how well an electrical current flows through it. It's measured in Siemens per meter and represented by the Greek symbol sigma, which is like an O with a little tail coming out the top of it. Most detectors generate their target IDs in some parts based on this scale. For example, silver is top of the Siemens conductivity scale at 6.3 by 10 to the 7 Siemens, and is normally represented by the highest target ID, and gold and aluminium are beside each other on the conductivity scale, an important factor when we're considering how to use discrimination later on. The next property to consider when discussing discrimination is ferrous content of the target. Ferrous being containing iron, or from the Latin term, firm or iron. There is no hard and fast scale or unit of measurement for ferrous content, but be rest assured that nearly all targets have some level of iron present, generating a ferrous property for discrimination to consider. So discrimination is a detector's ability to identify a target based on the target's Siemens count, conductivity, and iron content, ferrous count. By using these two metal properties, it generates a target ID, and that target ID is then presented to the user as a possible ID of the target, most detector brands have their own target ID range. By accurately representing the target ID, this allows the user to adjust the detector to ignore certain target IDs. And this is what we call discrimination. There are many discrimination features out there. The most common is variable discrimination, which is simply the adjusting of the bottom of the reactive target ID scale. This is either done by twiddling a knob or messing around with it in software you're essentially adjusting the minimum point of the target ID scale. So you end up with a reactive zone and a nulled out zone. Another feature of discrimination is normally called notching or inverse notching. Notching is where you can select an area of the target ID scale to be either nulled out or in the case of inverse notching, it is nulling out everything else outside the notch area. Think of it like a physical notch cut out of the scale. You can adjust the start and the end of the notch. Another feature of discrimination you have is ferrous masking or iron masking or iron reject, depending on the brand. 
This is the nulling of any target that has a significant ferrous content. This ferrous content nulling can be adjusted in advanced detectors. If you've seen the CTX3030, you can see another feature based on discrimination, and that's the Smart Find, which is a 2D representation of the ferrous and conductivity properties of a target, allowing specific target IDs to be represented in an XY or a Cartesian type graph, allowing the user to either select or reject the target ID in two dimensions. I think the new Manticore actually has this as well. So how do you use discrimination? Well, you simply create your discrimination profile based on what you're looking for. For example, if you're on a beach and you don't want to be finding ferrous, you will discriminate out the bottom end of the target ID scale to remove the ferrous targets because, you know, salt and iron do not mix, resulting in toasted out, rusted out targets. Some will go to the ends of the earth to notch out pull tabs. But word of warning, I talked about it earlier, when looking at the conductivity scale, aluminium and gold sit right beside each other. So using notch to discriminate out pull tabs will almost definitely result in gold being discriminated out also. So how I use discrimination these days is as follows. Firstly, I'm lucky that all my detectors have a programmable profile button, which allows me to discriminate out ferrous fines. On my NOx, it's 0 to minus 9 nulled out. On the CTX, it's the Garden Heritage Tadpole. Now, there's some homework for you there to figure that one out. But similar in effect, ferrous is nulled out. I'm using the legend for the last few hunts, and like the Nox, I'm nulling out the ferrous with 0 to 11 notched out. Now, this is all personal taste, but the superpower is being able to switch to all metal mode with one button pressed. It takes two on the legend, by the way. But I use this profile switching to help identify iffy signals because when nulling out ferrous, this will create a scratchy or iffy signal as your detector will null out the ferrous part of the signal. But by bringing in the ferrous by using all metal mode will give you a better information stream to help you identify whether you want to dig the target or not. I do this depending on how much iron or how accurate the target ID gets with the addition of the ferrous. So it's like an imaginary sieved funnel. You have your discrimination sieving out the high iron targets. You won't even hear them unless you're listening to your threshold tone null out. So with discrimination, your targets essentially move down the target funnel with mixed ferrous and conductivity targets giving you a target ID. You can then move them further down the funnel by profile swapping, switching to all metal mode to help ID the target even better. This allows you to make the decision to dig or not to dig because you've already nulled out the high ferrous content targets and you would essentially be at the bottom of the funnel. The next question is, do you need discrimination at all or even mess with it at all? Now that detecting modes are prevalent in most modern detectors, I suppose I'll preface this opinion on the fact that I haven't created a detecting profile since I uploaded Ironhearted Gog's Tadpole profile on the CTX about 10 years ago. And since then, the inbuilt profiles have been good enough for me. So in that vein, unless you are looking for a specific target type, silver for example, I wouldn't touch or even mess with the inbuilt discrimination profiles, especially in the age of simultaneous multi-frequency machines, which normally come with the instructions to dig everything. Most modern detectors are good at IDing ferrous, so turning off discrimination or going all metal mode to best understand the target is the power move. This is not to say that there is anything wrong with having a day just focusing on a specific target and building a profile to do this. But for me, I do this mentally. 
For example, digging 12s on the CTX, I don't program the CTX just to respond to signals with 12 or high conductivity targets only. Or on the NOx, I don't specifically, apart from the inbuilt beach program, I don't specifically notch out any other targets from that point. I do know that certain targets will come in at certain numbers. For modern clad for me on the beach coming around 24, so I know not to notch that out. You know what I mean? But I do this mentally in my head. But like I said, you need to have this in your repertoire. Do people need to know the ins and outs of discrimination now? Yes, if you're using a single frequency machine, but no, if you're using a more modern machine with an inbuilt profile. In fact, if you look at any of the forums or any of the videos online, it's barely even talked about anymore. People talk about running it on specific profiles. They don't relate that to discrimination at all. In fact, it's barely even talked about anymore. Considering it was a subject that used to command full chapters in metal detecting books and manuals. That's it, guys. That's it for this week. I hope you liked this episode. Don't forget, send your woes to Dr. Detector at TheMetalDetectingShow.com. Interact with me at Kieran at TheMetalDetectingShow.com. And that's it, guys. Get out there. Eyes down. Don't over-discriminate. Good luck and happy hunting.